Good morning. Welcome to Turn-Based Memories. We are in the final episode of Final Fantasy Tactics War of the Lions. I am your host, the legendary Zoltan, here with the co-host, Mel. How are you? Oh my gosh, good evening, everyone. That's right, it's evening for him, and it's morning for me, as always. Mm -hmm. So, uh, we're going to have a good time talking about the last battles and the ending of Final Fantasy Tactics. And then we'll announce the next game that we're going to play, which in that case, it will be me playing, playing it for the first time. And Mel will have already been a longtime fan of the game. So, are you ready, Mel? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. As Reg would say, your body is ready, right? Okay. It is. It's been, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so the first place was Egros Castle Keep. I believe there were two battles here. Um, yeah. You, uh... Hmm. Go ahead and read your notes first, I guess. Okay, so uh, while we were playing this, um, I sent Zoltan a message saying, oh, dude, I think we have to delay the recording because I'm, like, completely stuck. And, like, I, I'll have to, like, grind uh, and, and, you know... Have to grind to get past fig it. Figure something out here. And then... It can't be I, this battle. That's the first battle that not, of this... Not, this exact battle, but it is the second part of it. Are you serious? So, oh, man. Yeah. That was early. So, yeah. And uh, the first part of it, because once again, this is a, a battle where it's like, kill this one guy. And so if you just kind of like suicide rush the guy, you can usually do the job, right? Because the game lets yeah. you have units go down as long as you don't take three turns of their turns right then you're good nothing lost yeah are we allowed uh, to say the guy you keep saying the guy <laughs> oh yeah it's uh dice dog right it's dice dog that's right you have to take out dice dog here that's correct so you're in the egress castle your brother is he the oldest brother dice dog is the oldest brother right yeah. Yeah. So he has, bag is older than Ramza, though. Yeah, right. Ramza looks like he's 11, and uh, his two brothers <laughs> look like they're 25. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, Dice Dark fully reveals himself to be the bad guy, which by now we've kind of understood that to be the case for some time. Yeah. And um, you also meet up with uh, who's the other guy? It's all oh, bag and no. Dice Dark. Just it's just all bag. That's right. Yeah, there was another unit there. Who joins your side um, temporarily in my uh, playthrough? He has no chance of surviving. I don't know if that was different for you. I don't know who you're talking about. You another person shows up. Let's see. I have Dice was... says he knows not of Balbane's murder. He said that anyway, and it was five knights plus Dice Dog, and you must. It was defeat. your brother. It was. It's it all was. Uh, it was all bad. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. He's so there. He yeah. shows up and he starts to fight with you on your side. He does a couple. He does a little bit, but he he gets completely surrounded and knocked out for me like right away. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was true for you. Um, he probably did die, but I don't quite remember it. Yeah. So you start off on the map is kind of a multi-tier map. There's a little bridge in front of you. And all your units start down on like a pit in front of the boss that you have to kill. Yeah, and we have to like, like either walk around and go up the stairs, yeah, or if you have ignore height, you can just jump up. Yeah, there. to jump up there, if you have a dragoon with a high jump, or the ignore height 
uh, skill, uh, or you have to walk all the way around and get up there, fight your way up the units. Meanwhile, of course, uh, Dice Dog has all sorts of ranged area of effect attacks. Yeah. They're, you know, pretty strong. So right out the jump, you're probably going to get smacked with a couple of those attacks, and if you don't arrange your guys correctly before the battle begins, you might lose some if they were particularly squishy or just start off with like really low health on mm. some of them. So that went fine on my first playthrough uh, of this um, map. It, you know, normal stuff. I had my Dragoons, my Ramses are Dragoon, uh, Dragoon, and I have a second unit that's also a Dragoon that are both pretty high level mm. who have more terrain or elevation rather. So they were able to get up there and do some damage. But of course we know that is not the end of the story. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay. So I'll read my notes. I think my notes are better to read first before hearing your reactions. Um, so yeah, some story stuff too. Oh yeah, so Dice Dark one shot my ninja first turn. Retried. <laughs> I stole his weapon and Zalbeck crit him for two hundred thirty, which was pretty epic. Whoa. So maybe so maybe Zalbeck lived in that time. I, I wish. You wish you could get a crit out of Zalbag. <laughs> um, Dice Dark wants the Beo. Oh, so then story stuff. Dice Dark wants the Beo House to rule. Now that the crown is weak, he believes justice right. cannot be primary cannot be the primary principle of a ruler, and that the only reason Zalbag is a hero is because Dystar gets his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Zalbag could have finished off... So, 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 that's right, yeah. So he lived during my playthrough, and I wrote here that Zalbag could have finished him off, like, at any time, but he just didn't for some reason. Like, he kept not hmm. doing strong attacks or walking over to other places and dealing with knights instead of Zalbag. Uh, right. Instead of Dice Dark, like, what are you doing? Just to go do it. <laughs> Maybe there's like an AI script in there that has them not do that. Uh, it could be, right, yeah. And, uh, oh, I got a pretty sick ending for that first half of the battle. Uh, Dice, D- Dice Dark cast Firaga on a guy, but he didn't get his turn before my unit moved, and I walked right up to him. And when he cast Firaga, he Firaged himself as well, and that was how I won the battle. <laughs> But of oh, course, wow. that that guy died. <laughs> yes. Also, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I have about the about that battle, actually. Okay. Well, um, as we now know, that was only a part one. They don't indicate. Well, maybe they do. What do you mean? Is there like an in, in a way that you're made aware before you go in? Does it does it like mm. tell you Not you're entering? You Sometimes battles. it'll tell you you're entering like you know, whatever the hell castle entrance or whatever. And that's like yeah. kind of an indicator that you're going to go further than the entrance after that. Right. I guess like, so. Um, I don't know if it did that this time or not. I'm not remembering. It was, correctly. Well, I, the exact name that I wrote here is Egros castle keep. So probably not. Maybe. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I remember being caught off guard by this pretty hard because like I was saying, I kind of suicide rushed my entire squad to get to him so I was like kind of positioning my heavy hitting mages uh, up close to just do an attack, and then who cares? They can get hit and die because as long as I got enough hits in, mm. I would win. And sure enough, I did. But once you do down uh, Dice Darg, he sacrifices all of the other units, including your other brother, 
and oh, yeah. becomes Adramalek uh, the Roth. Adramalek, yes, the Roth. Becomes a uh, Lukavi or Lusavi or whatever. Yeah. And um, this unit is basically a, a fucking summoner. He has really, really strong summoner skills. Yeah. Odin and uh, a couple maybe? others. Uh, no. You might be right. But Odin in particular just does like a stupid amount of damage. <laughs> stupid over amount of damage. a large area. Yep. It's very hard to like. I'll I, I'll try to spread my guys out, and it's like still not enough to get away from some of these attacks. Yeah. Uh, within the movement range that I have. So I'll read what I wrote here. Okay. Uh, after after having said, I think the game allows you to revive tomb member or to revive tomb fallen tomb members during a match. It's a little overpowered, at least for this strategy, which is the bum rushing the guy and, and just killing them. And then mm-hmm. I immediately went to part two. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Is all, is all you wrote there, huh? <laughs> uh, well, I wrote. I just started by saying, oh, "Oh no!" I just thought that strategy worked, and here I am finding it doesn't. Yep. All my downed guys died permanently before I I rolled back to save. Yeah. Uh, time to roll back a save state. I had to grind for this one. Oh, since you did. This is a two-parter, right? Mm. Um. Since this was a two-parter, I was left pretty hobbled in the second fight, and the boss's summoner skills kept wiping me out. A big part of what helped me oh, helped was getting ignore elevation on Ramza, which I did not initially have, uh, so I could do more damage more quickly in the first part. Mm. It was still close, thanks to some Odin and Bahamut, that's what it was, uh, oh. Bahamut skills that he was using. Uh, but there was something weird I noticed, uh, at one point during, uh, one of the save files that I didn't end up using, Mm. uh, was that I have a summoner who somehow gained the Bahamut summon, which I did not learn yet. Whoa. I know how you got it, I think. Oh, really? Is there a mechanic I'm not aware of? Well, you probably just picked up some other summoner's crystal that was left behind Mm -mm. from their body, right? No, I would have remembered that for sure. I went into the menu to cast the summoner skill, and then I noticed Bahamut. I was like, I don't think I ever learned that. But I didn't have, either I didn't have the opportunity because no one was in range, or I didn't have the MP to use it. Mm. So I said, oh, maybe my guy has this ability. That's cool. I didn't know that. And I rolled back to save again because that one didn't work to like the same, you know, uh, save file from before. And then kept playing forward again, and he didn't have it. That's weird. I have no idea how he got Bahamut. It never happened again. Maybe, (laughs) I wonder if, was Bahamut already in the menu? It was, right? You could have learned it, right? If you you had the points. It's a summoner I could have learned. Uh, Or is it not in there? No, I don't have the point. It's in the menu. I could have learned it if I had the points. Yeah. Right, yes, correct. Yeah, there are, like I think, two, actually, uh, summons that you have to learn from like other places mm-hmm. before the into your menu for the, so you can learn them but yeah it sounds like bahamut's not one of them so i have no idea why you could suddenly do uh, bahamut right <laughs> it was available i could have used it and whiffed it on no one because no one was in range so i didn't use it and then that file i ended up having to roll back either because that's where i had to grind or i was just trying to reposition units a different way 
and it never showed up again. I thought somehow this fight unlocked it for that summoner, and that's still my assumption. I just don't know why that would be the case and why it didn't happen more than once. <laughs> if that mm. is the case, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but I I mentioned that there because it was kind of strange. I hope somebody um, in the comment section knows why you learned that and can tell us. Yeah. it's not. It's hopefully. I hope it's not just some weird random glitch that somehow happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am using an emulator. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I it's doubt it. I, I, mm. there, it may be, but just to cover the bases, that that is the scenario. But. Yeah, eventually I was able to get it. I think um, I really had to just like hound him down with Ramza and uh, my other Dragoon just to get the damage in on this guy because he'll run away and just cast these ridiculous area of effect summoner magic. And just having the durability to withstand that through the first phase of the fight when you're already kind of you know, beaten up a bit. Right. It was really hard. And then not lose anyone, because I didn't want to lose any of my guys. Right, because there's still was, more battles after this. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. So eventually, uh, the little bit of grinding I did went a long way just to get Ramza enough points to round out some, to give him more reach on his jump skill and uh, ignore height. That was really what did it. I uh, what I ended up doing for this was I went up to Adramalek and uh, I have two characters with the, what is it called? War skill, battle skill, arts of mm -hmm. war, arts of war. That's it. Mm -hmm. Knight, mm -hmm. the knight skill, and I speed broke his ass four times. Oh right, right, four right, right. times, yo. Um, he's very fast. I guess so, but I mean, my idea was just even if he's not fast, to get him as slow as possible. Sure. <laughs> And yeah, I think after his first turn and after he was speed broken four times, I think I hit the AT and uh, it, he had like, it was like literally 30 turns of our guys before he was going to get his next turn. Yeah, I be think you need mm. to be two points above in speed to take two turns for their one. Um, I think is how it works. Let me think. No, so you can't five... just be two. You can't just be two points above because it depends on what the numbers are. If you have ten speed and he has twelve speed, he's not going to get twice as many turns for your one. Yeah, if you have double the speed, you'll get double the turns. If you just have a little bit more speed, you won't get double the turns because it's a clock tick thing, uh, where it just increases the clock ticks uh, by the amount of the character's speed, mm -hmm. and when it reaches a hundred, they get their turn. Um, so. I wasn't worried about him, uh, Adramalek, being particularly fast as much as I just wanted to slow him down even more, even more. Because if you can get someone's speed down to one and sure. you and you have speed 10, then you do get 10 times ten. as many turns, right? So that's what I did. So he got like one turn off, but before he got his next turn, I, he probably, it, even though it said question marks, after four speed breaks, his speed was probably speed one. So... Mm. Then I had like all the time in the world to take to go to town on him. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. Yeah, that would be one way to do it for sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's okay. all I got about uh, Adramalek the Roth. You had a harder time with it than me. I had a hard enough time, but yeah, I did have to restart was, that battle twice or so. Yeah, it was just getting caught flat-footed in the second phase. I was like, I, I, I tried and tried for a while. That's why I sent the email. I was like, I don't know. This might take me like a little extra time here. But I got through it. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, cool. Next battle was at Mulan. And the, there's a cutscene there where full Marv, let's see, oh yeah, full Marv guys killed all the priests and High Confessor Marcel too. Right. And I'm just reading what I got here. We hit the cathedral from the front and the back. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote that I turned a guy into a frog. <laughs> I oh. charmed the summoner to cancel the summon as well. Yeah, so mm. that's what I did on that scene. Yeah, the... um. This was the 15th battle of this chapter. So we're on the last chapter of the game, by the way. Um, and this is another two-part fight, actually. Was it? Um, mm-hmm. It, you have to move into the castle and then do a, a brief second fight. Um, but Wait, sorry. This, the, this fight is those three guys, right? This fight is when you're on top of the church or whatever it is. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we hit it from the back and front. Okay, I missed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I missed a screenshot. So okay, before, yeah, I remember yeah. it now. And then it moves into the fight against the three guys. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one I I didn't find it too hard. Uh, I tried to level up my monk as a thief to get him to, I think, a different class. But as a thief, he was so much weaker. This happened to me before in the playthrough. I just had to turn him back into a monk. I was like, I'm not doing any damage. I don't have access to the skills I want. Yeah. So I, at this point, I was pretty resolved to think I probably have the classes I need <laughs> or want, at least. To finish the so, game, yeah. Yeah, to get through the rest of the game. And uh, so I didn't really try doing anything other than, you know, buying skills for the classes I already had by which at this point I had most of them. Um, so for this, uh, for this fight, yeah, you start it from the front and back of like a building and there are a bunch of units up on top of the building. And there's, so there's a little elevation in play. It wasn't very difficult because, you know, by this point in the game, you're probably pretty well equipped if you have dragoons, again, you could just get up there and step on these guys' heads who are really <laughs> squishy. These summoners and white mages casting holy and whatever up there, mm. they'll die in one or one jump or one regular attack usually. Um, and then at the back, they had some orators, which I think is the first time you see them in this game. No on way. The, on the enemy side. I think so. Okay, I don't maybe. remember seeing them. I feel I'm like sure. we... Well, yeah, I don't know. There's um, there are yin yang mages as well. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, th- those guys also existed, but yeah, um, yeah, maybe it is the first time we saw orators, orators. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're they basically are buff. They buff guys, um, or they try to cast. That's what uh, I have my guy Ramza doing. He's the one who casts entice and gets people yeah. to be traitors and go over to our side. They didn't do that to me, thankfully. <laughs> right. Uh, so those guys weren't too tough either. Uh, again, they're really not very defensive. This entire fight was mostly... There were some geomancers in here too, so not a hell of a lot of defense or uh, even direct offense in this on this enemy team. So this one, not too hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I found it more difficult than some of the other ones. Not more difficult than the previous one because right. it was a double battle. But, you know, whenever it's like you just got to kill one guy, <laughs> I just bum rush the guy and that takes care of that. But in these normal battles, quote unquote normal battles, you have to kill all the enemies. So 
you have to uh, be more careful, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, this actually is a three-part fight. I just realized. I'm scrolling down my notes here. So, so uh, you're saying we didn't? Did we not have any? Uh, I'm trying to remember here. We didn't have any break to go back to the world map from nope. this battle into the next one. No, sir. You can okay. just go to the main menu and you and, would yeah. heal. Yeah, you can do least. main menu stuff, but you can't get to the world map. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was multi part in the fact that they were separated by maps, so you were healing. Whenever they separate the map, you always heal between. Yeah, they were he- the they were different. Yeah, at least. Yeah. So that means that next year we went uh, inside Mulan Cathedral Nave, mm-hmm. and uh, Fulmarv said he or not he didn't say Fulmarv apparently just needed one incantation that was in the scriptures, which he got from us. Right. Um, and then in the battle, you just have to kill Fulmarv. Uh, right. Kletien has ignore elevation. I put lol in that because, <laughs> there's, because no there's no elevations to ignore in here. Uh. That was hilarious. <laughs> like, why did they bother? Uh. And um, over 500 HP and nearly every type of attack has less than 60% chance to hit. Yeah, these guys have over 50, 500%. Or at least full Marv does, and uh-huh. whatever kind of attack you try, I couldn't get more than sixty percent chance of hitting. Um, Ninja had her awesome armor rent. That sucked. Yeah, I had a ninja that with that. Happened like, to me too. Yeah. Uh, they all seem to have the ability to rend your armor, so he he cost me a couple bucks <laughs> on this fight. Yeah. Have to get my <laughs> armor back. Yeah, but other than that, like there's not a lot to say about um, tactics. That fight for me wasn't anymore. too hard. Yeah, no, because it's again, it's another single boss yeah, elimination. The, it'd be He's, cool to be able to take your time and like uh, whittle the other two guys down while somehow defending against all their attacks. But I don't know how to do that. Like, hmm. you know, and survive it well. I don't know how I would do that. Uh, I mean, I can envision if I were spending a lot more time on this, I could envision getting a lot more defensive in like auto potion with fucking uh, X potions. Yeah, I I have that actually. I have that actually. (laughs) Right. So I would have something like that on everyone or I would have like auto regen or whatever. Like my white mage was barely doing his job. Like he would heal for like 50 and then all of his i don't know if there's something i could have done to improve this but it seemed like all of his um uh buff skills like you know protect or shell had like a 25 percent chance to work oh yeah <laughs> i don't know what that's based on but if i try to do it on myself and you know has a radius around him yeah and then have that trickle over to someone else the odds seem to increase well, improve a bit, but it was never, it was like a total, like, I, I should probably try and do damage instead of hope to get protect. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Yeah, I haven't done much with yeah. uh, um, buffs, support magic, so. Maybe they're just not good in this game, I don't know. Or no, they are, I think. Way... I don't know what makes the percentages better, other than, right. of course, the freaking Zodiac compatibility, but, uh, right. um, other than that, I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't looked up what you need to do to... In, what's the uh, mathematical equation for that? 
But um, yeah, they they always seemed super bad. And then uh, you know, on top of that, some of the really crucial ones like raise or arise, those numbers were really low too. Right. Yeah. So everything's percentage chances in this game, and the enemies have it have it happen a lot too. Though for me, uh, you know, I always That's see true. guys trying to haste other guys, and it just miss. <laughs> oh yeah, they, the enemies miss their own attacks mercifully quite a lot as well. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not I'm not too bent up about it, but. And that's why I, I transitioned my white mage to be uh, specialized with uh, uh, monk skills because they just work better. They're all guarantees. Mm. And, yeah. they, you know, the revive is not a guarantee, but it has a way higher chance than rise and, ar- and arise. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You, you so don't want to be going down. Mm. You don't want to be going on 40% chances of uh, stealing someone's weapon or getting them to become a traitor. <laughs> it's no, that's pretty your hard job. That's without your save job. states. Yeah, without, fuck. I don't know how right? you could possibly. <laughs> Can you imagine trying that strategy that I did with with original hardware? to <sighs> you just be walking over and pressing the physical reset button over and over again. <laughs> I think. I mean, I guess if I were in middle school playing this game when it came out or whatever (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) okay anything more about the mulan cathedral nave fight uh nope just that i jumped on his head with my two dragoons and i cast holy and that's how i killed him okay oh yeah i guess this next battle was also it's in the cathedral Mm -hmm. so i guess we didn't the third part okay yeah uh mulan cathedral sanctuary zalbag okay so let me Mm -hmm. off that's right zalbag is there Zalbog in our version. Uh, Zalbog walks right up to us. Number one, okay, I wrote my whole freaking battle. Number one, I stole his sword. Number two, 200 damage with my knight. Number three, 150 (laughs) damage with my ice gun. Number four, 60 damage with a spear. Number five, (laughs) this is amazing. Number five, 200 damage with the knight. And then number six, 300 damage with a flare. And that bitch was dead. (laughs) Yeah. I bet. Uh, yeah, so now Zalbag has been possessed, right? That's right, yeah. He has been resurrected, because he was kind of, I thought he was just like absorbed by uh, Dystarg or whatever, but uh, I guess he kind of was. His right? soul was, maybe? Because, I mean, he's Something. a zombie now, so. Right, so he's a zombie, and he's like, what am I doing? I don't know. And he's like, oh yeah. my god, kill me. Everything's horrible. And it's a really horrible moment where yeah. your brother is this reanimated corpse that's being controlled by, I guess, uh, Fomarv, right? I or guess by no, him kill- directly? Or... Who's controlling him? He's being controlled by the Lusavi, according to, according to Ramza, during the right. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's hearing voices and he can't control it. And he's like, he can't see. He's like, am I standing or sitting? What's going on? So he's like totally just possessed by whatever this is. Yeah. So, you know, it's a horrible moment. So he comes up to you and he starts casting like speed debuffs on your guys. And oh, then he man. buffs his own speed. Mm. So that's his strategy is to just like eliminate your turns and hit you a bunch of times. Like I said, he uh, just walked right up to me and tried to hit me, and then after that, I had all right. my guys just mess him up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what I wrote here is, I was afraid this would somehow screw me over, but I was able to focus down the boss once again. Zalbag's speed buffs and debuffs almost caused a problem, 
but the potent mix of dragoons and monk skills means I can do a lot of damage from really far away. Nice. Uh, also, we killed our brother. Oh, no, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you <don't... No. laughs> You're not too, yeah. too bent out of shape over it. <laughs> not too bent up, I guess. Uh, but yeah, these monk skills, you can hit that shockwave ability, hits from like across the damn map, and the the dragoon jump hits from so far away. He tried to like get himself into a position that I couldn't hit him afterward, and I was like, nah, I can still hit you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice. So you didn't basically you basically didn't really have a problem with this fight either. No, I didn't have to redo that. Um, uh, you know, maybe once or twice here and there you get like the reposition on it. I probably did, but I, I don't recall having to have a hard time here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer for Ramza. He had to kill his own brother's Zombie. His whole fucking family fell apart. His dad got poisoned. His older brother's an evil, crazy person. His 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 other older brother is a zombie who you have to kill. Yeah, <laughs> Alma was his sister, though, right? She's good, at least. Yeah, yeah. So him and and Alma are the mm. only t- two people that are good people in the family that were alive after Ballbanes died. <laughs> right. Okay, next uh, it says uh, Monastery Vaults. Was that in... That wasn't in Mulan. Was that back at Orban? Or was that... Did mm-hmm. we continue during this... We went back to the world map after that, right? Yeah, this is its own... This is a separate fight. Okay, this was at Orban Monastery, I think, mm-hmm. then. Not Correct. Mulan Cathedral. So nope. yeah, we were on uh, Monastery Vaults 4th level before we came to Monastery Vaults <laughs> levels 1, 2, and 3. So now we just went even further. Right. Right. You have to kill all the enemies in this first battle. It's got three mi- three knights, two monks, and one archer. I don't have any other notes about it. Yeah, me too. Other than these are very big books that we're standing on. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool looking, I think. Very big books. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a pretty straightforward like interstitial fight. There's no major units here. There's no kind of complex tactics. There's some elevation in the middle of the map. And you know, nothing, nothing you haven't seen before at this point. Yeah, I can just imagine uh, the priest S- Simon that worked at that lived at this uh, Orban monastery, just having the time of his life reading these massive books. <laughs> I know. I just like the idea of someone cracking open these. Like, why would they have to be so big? Because they're important. Right. <laughs> And everything you know, newspapers were bigger back then. Books were huge. <laughs> yeah. Because that's that's funny that they make the size of it based on how important they deem it is. Because that would mean right. everybody, like, dude. Of course, this is important, so I got to make it huge, <laughs> right? About everything. <laughs> put them up on the wall. Big book. Yeah. Okay. Next is the monastery vaults, fifth level, and it's. Let me get the thing. So this is a second part fight. Um, Right. Yeah. This is against Law Free. Yes. I wrote huge books as well. <laughs> I also wrote <laughs> Trisection because that's the name of the song, which it's the uh, it's one of my favorite songs from the game, and it's it's not a it's not the first time it's popped up. Trisection was the uh, tutorial battle song, mm. the one that goes. I think that's an awesome, an awesome melody. It is a very good one. Yeah, and uh, you just have to kill Law Free and. Uh, I wrote here all the mages because there's like a ton of mages with him, like six mages with him or something, including summoners. Right? It's like two summoners, two yeah. time mages, and two 
two black mages or something. And yeah. um, I wrote here, all the mages are really scary, but two swords and a flare killed Lawfrey. Um, and then, but after I killed him, Lawfrey casted a teleportation spell to the Necrohal. Right. So. so I had a hard time. This one you would think would be to your advantage because I think in most scenarios it probably would because they start you way up on a high elevation. Yeah. If it were any other mix of units would put you in a position where you can kind of block and bottleneck guys as they try to come up to you. Yeah. But everyone else here has so much range and they hit over such wide area because like you were saying, there are summoners that you're just like a sitting duck up on this elevated part of the yeah. map. You have to get down there and start knocking down some guys so you don't blow up, essentially. Yeah. Um, and when you start the fight, again, you have to kill uh, Lothary right off the bat. So it's one of those kill the boss maps. Mm. And he runs at you, which is usually a great sign. Because you're like, great, I can get in there and just like Mess do it, it in one shot. But I didn't quite either have enough damage or I couldn't reach him with the position I had. And then that's usually a horrible sign because when an enemy takes any damage, they know enough to run the hell away. <laughs> mm. And that's exactly what he was doing. And what I didn't realize was those uh, black spots in the middle of the map are like holes in the map. Yes. You can walk on. <laughs> They're holes so, in the mic. You cannot walk on them, right? Right, you can't. Yeah. They're they're like these giant gaps. And I thought they were just like, I don't know, evil black spots or something. I, I didn't know what they were. So they were blocking uh, you from getting over there a little bit? Yeah. I was like, all right, he ran over there. Let me just kind of move this guy. Oh, shit. I can't I move see. here. Why? Oh, it's a complete, like, empty part of the map. I get it. Yeah. So it, the map was a lot more challenging <laughs> than I had realized at first blush because there's only a, a couple little routes that you can take to get through the middle of the map past all these fucking mages and shit. Mm. Um, but what happened here is what has happened kind of a, a few times at this point after trying it a couple times, um, the AI casted a, a Faraja spell on him, like that affected him. Mm. He was in the way of it basically. And yeah. that was enough to, get me over the limit to where I now had enough damage in one round to knock him out before he ran away. <laughs> nice. Do you not have uh you have a, a black magic person? Uh no. I, I <laughs> have a summoner who used to be my black mage who I now have uh what's their support uh, uh skills? Not support, I, but you know the alternate secondary. I yeah. think I have him. No, yeah, he does do black magic. Yes. So, like, did you not learn, for example, flare? Because, like, the thing about flare is, um, I mean, it takes like sixty freaking magic points, but it does insane damage. So if you and and since uh you can use magic, you can have it. What what do you want to say? You could have it uh track the unit, target the unit. Right. So even if they move, Run the thing away. with flare, it doesn't. It doesn't have that X crosshair, you know, uh, targeting area. Range or, it, yeah, it's just, radius. It just hits the one space. So it doesn't right. matter if they walk right up to you. Um, they'll get flared and nobody else will get flared. So that's what I've been using during all these later battles is, you know, as long as he doesn't mm. die before it gets the flare off, that's like some sick damage you can do to anybody. 
Holy is a very similar spell, which I have used a lot at the end. I think that's probably been my alternative to that. Uh, my white mage, I gave him holy, and that's the same type of spell. Yeah, it only hits one target. It hits really fucking hard, and uh, yeah. that definitely saved my bacon a couple times. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but uh, I'd like to tell you now one of the coolest like own everything on the map like just invincible borderline invincible strategies that you can do in this game. One thing that we never did was we never bothered to unlock the calculator class or the right. mathematician class, which I explained before was like this class of that uses magic spells from all the previous um from all the previous magic classes. Um and what it does is it bases it just chooses the target based on either the height or the experience or the CT or the level of of all characters on the map. And so just to remind everybody, for example, if you say height three, everybody who's standing on height three, six, or nine, or 12 is going to be targeted, even good guys. But one of the things mm -hmm. you can do uh, is you can use this cheesy duplication glitch in the game. I don't remember how to do it, but you do it in like the shop in the uh, dressing room. And if you take off something and put it on in a certain way, you can just duplicate it instantly. And so you just do duplicate freaking Sid's Excalibur sword. Like, give one of those to everybody. Now everybody has haste and they absorb holy. And then have a calculator. Oh just my God. hit everyone with holy and it doesn't have to worry if it's going to hit your guys because they'll absorb it. That's mm. a thing you can do in this game. <laughs> Oh moly. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like it would definitely delete the whole field. Oh yeah. <laughs> or do a lot of damage anyway. Yeah, it, it destroys everybody. So <laughs> so that's the fun thing I thought I'd mention to you. Okay. Um Yeah. So that's a part two and then there's a part three fight coming yeah, up. That one now takes that place banished in... to the fucking shadow realm. Yeah, we're in the Necro Hall of Mulan. Mm-hmm. You just have to defeat Kletien, but he's got two ninjas, two samurais, and two mages, time mages with him. Yep. Or one something time mages. Maybe that's a one. One time mage? No, that's a two. Two time mages. There's two, yeah. Yeah, and I kicked this guy's ass so easy, man. I just... you Really? Yeah, I just walked up to him with like one or two of my... Uh, you know, I have a ninja and I have a knight, so that's two... I have a knight with two hands, so that's... Uh, Two uh, swords. So that's two people that can attack twice in one turn, right? So literally, two swords in the face, two knives in the back, and a gunshot, <laughs> and he was dead. <laughs> it's a way to put it, for sure. Yeah. So you were able to get to him in, like, one turn before all his guys did stuff to you? Let me think here. My knight has... I mean, yeah, I guess so. My knight had, I don't know, five or six... five, At least five movement, so that's not terrible uh the mm -hmm. ninja can teleport and so uh, yeah. i went ahead and took a chance with a long range teleport and i got it and then the gun you know is like hits like eight eight uh spaces away from you so no problem there yeah i got it <laughs> yeah it seems like you have a much easier time closing a gap uh, at least on a uh vertical no horizontal plane horizontal than plane, i yeah. do uh, vertical, I'm pretty good because my dragoons can just get up there and do whatever they got to do. But across a longer distance, 
my guys are kind of slow, and they don't have heavy-hitting, fast attacks across a long, horizontal plane. Like, my monks can do... I have three guys that have Shockwave, but Shockwave doesn't do that much damage. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, how is this uh, for you? Yeah, so uh, I wrote here, it seems to be a common theme that I go into a battle thinking initially it will be impossible only for some quirk to occur that makes it trivial. This time, I initially had all my guys up at the front so they got slammed by the enemy's initial attacks because his guys were all going before I had any turns. Mm, yeah. Uh, then, on my second try, I moved everyone to the back row, which forced the enemy to get much closer while they while doing less damage, and the boss got gotten two hits. He turned away from me because he was up against the central pillar. So this is a big open room with a one central like pillar, and you start yeah. behind it. And the enemy starts on the other end of it, on yeah. the opposite end of the square, basically, of the yeah. map. And you're both kind of running. And you can use this pillar, I guess, during the map to hide or avoid damage or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I started the position further toward the back of the grid that they let you pick your guys on, which meant... They wouldn't get hit by those initial attacks. The ninjas weren't throwing fucking kitchen sinks at me and all the other attacks weren't reaching. But they had to get closer because they're going to try and attack me. Mm. So he got up close to the pillar and then turned around because, right, his back his is back up against would be the, to the wall. Pillar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he turned away from me to his back to the wall. And I guess his AI thought that made sense. But... I can attack through solid objects with my monk abilities. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> right. So that meant he had a much lower chance to dodge my stuff, and that nice. meant he was able to go down. Awesome. That's cool. You, you, did you, are you using Earth Slash or whatever it's called, the one that the monk ability that shoots a wave like six? That's sti- Shockwave. Shockwave, yeah. It doesn't yeah. do that much damage anymore, huh? Uh, it's definitely a good option. What I like it for is it has a really high chance to hit, generally speaking, if mm. you can hit them. Right. Um, and the same is true of the Aura Fist Blast, whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, it sometimes has a higher chance to hit than your like unarmed attack will. Mm. So that's that's definitely useful for me when I'm a monk or use a monk skill. But yeah, yeah between that and getting some Dragoon jumps on them, I was able to get it done, but yeah, he was really, he was doing the job initially, and I was like, uh-oh, I don't know what I can do here. I wonder if you're allowed to jump up and walk onto the building, the roof of the building. Do you know if you can? No, you can't get up there. You cannot? Oh, man. No, it's like out of bounds. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, man, I wish I could like jump up there with some archers and just rain arrows on dudes, but I say that, but you know... It seems like you don't, you don't, the bows in this game don't do enough damage when you get to the it. end, apparently. No, they just don't. I wish they did. The archer class or some sort of bow. Like they, they gave the archer just like 18 different aim skills. <laughs> right, yeah. And they just get worse and worse because they get slower and slower. Yeah. You can use, I think, I wonder if the short charge ability that Time Mage has. 
Yeah, mm. probably will uh, reduce the amount of turns those take by half, That's true. which would be pretty That's good. That's true. I have that yeah. on my Black Mage. I wanted to put Arcane Strength on him just to to more buff his magic, but you know, I couldn't um get I couldn't get uh I wasn't able to capture any guys in the area of effect before they moved out of the way and I didn't want to target units because they'll walk up to me and then I'll hit my own guys. So, for a while uh, I was just using, uh, I replaced Arcane Strength with Short Charge, and that basically guaranteed that I could hit most enemies before they move out of the way or move closer right. to me. So that was what I was doing with there. Right. So this next fucking battle. So the next battle is... <laughs> uh, this is a fourth-part battle, by the way. By the way, Are we this seriously? is one chain of fights until the end of the game. So wait a minute. So then there's this you never one. Never get to go back to the main menu. The next one and the next one. So total six battles in a row. It's Holy a six crap! Part fight. Okay. So in this version, this uh, place is called Lost Halidor. Halidor. Uh, Halidon. Yes. Halidon. Uh, something like that. I think I wrote an N here. La Lost Halidon. Completely different name from whatever it was in the original tactics, I believe. And. Um, you just have to defeat Barrick. That guy's back. We fought him once before, and it seemed like he didn't have really anything to do with the story for the most part. But he's back. <laughs> he's um, back, boyo. Yeah. Um, you know, enemies can uh, use, like, X-Potions and stuff, but I have a note here because I saw it happen, and I was surprised. An enemy still uses plain old potions occasionally. Like, why do they even do that at the end of the game? Uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> When there's have, a uh, mm, there's a what? There's a um a chemist here. Yes, there's a chemist here. Um, Barrick has a new lightning gun. I tried to get it, but I couldn't because I needed to try to focus on killing him instead. Ah, uh, there's no way. <laughs> I mean, I guess there is a way, but yeah, geez, but not for us to today. To not for us today is right. Yeah. So is uh one Tiamat, one Hydra, one Greater Hydra. And then, of course, Barrick and the Chemist. Um, I think, is that all of them? I feel like there's one more monster, actually. No, and you're right. First okay. thing happened to me. <laughs> Tiamat walked walk up to me and dealt 340 damage <gasps> times three. Uh -huh. Times three. You can't yep. live through that. Even if you're max oh. level, That's the max HP is 999. This is more than 999 damage, yo. <laughs> yeah. So the way they work, they're they these guys are three hundred three hundred dragons. They do an attack that hits an area, whatever the radius is around your character, and it has like odds of striking whatever tiles in that uh, radius, which is like a small radius around the target. I think it's just and like that uh, two that two with radius that creates like a plus sign or the X sign or right. whatever. I think it's, it's just that. Like that. And it's so out of those five spaces it's gonna hit three random ones right and you oh can get God. lucky and never get hit that's it's happened possible. yeah it but i can usually only survive one of those hits and there are three that are coming your way yep and there are three of these fucking dragons yep <laughs> one of them is stronger than the other two so it's even worse like he has a lightning attack that does that is attack. that one worse than the others i don't remember that, I it, didn't uh, that. It, uh maybe it's not worse but in my opinion i think it did more damage in my observation maybe it had weaker resistance or some shit I don't yeah know. maybe mm -hmm. but Holy you crap. start this fight on 
opposite ends of like a ravine. Yeah, so you got to do yeah. something to get over there. <laughs> you got to get over there. You got to hang back and hope they approach, or you got to like bum rush and get in there and hope you have the fucking damage to get in there. But the initial positioning is really rough because there's all these minor changes in elevation. Yeah. Which uh, cause your movement to get reduced quite a lot. Mm. It also goes a long way to interrupt a lot of area of effect skills that you have, which the enemy doesn't really rely on the same way because Barrett has a gun yep. that just kind of hits across the goddamn map and the other enemies have this like area fireball where they just target you directly anyway. So, <laughs> if anything, it makes their thing more potent because it's covering less ground. So, it <clears throat> was... I tried and tried and tried, and I just could not crack this particular nut. So, I tried swapping out my party for some of those, like, story members that join with, like, really good gear. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, Sid. Thunder God Sid. Yeah. So, I had him join. He had most of the gear he started with. I pulled some of it off at some point, but I, I think I gave it all back. And he has the um, holy the Excalibur sword, or oh, yeah, or he whatever has it is, yeah. And he has and like he a also, special he, sword attack. Right, uh, he comes with a couple set. special abilities, which if you were <clears> using him, you could level up and make I'm I'm sure even crazier skills at his disposal. Right, but that almost did it for me. I got almost, very. Huh? Close. Like, because mm. he is not only strong, he is super fast, and he has really good range, like movement range. That's right. Yeah. So he was able to get across that gap and do like a good amount of damage to him mm. before he could act. And none of my other guys were that fast or mobile. Then my plan that almost goddamn worked was to have my three other guys that have shockwave line up one in back of the other and just shockwave him. <laughs> it oh, almost man. worked. It almost worked. <sighs> That's cool that but there it... was no way I was surviving another attack because they don't even let you position yourself further back in the line on the map enough to like... Right. To avoid the first away. wave. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was so you're at such a strong disadvantage on this map. It's nuts. And you're four matches deep into this fight. Yeah. So unless you want to redo all three of them, and I felt like I kind of got lucky on that third one. Right. And, and the second one <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, I don't know if I have the time to do this. Yeah. You don't want to be back and back out to the, to the world map save that you, hopefully didn't overwrite back in the day. Uh, I, know, I, mean, I was very careful with my, um, I note down what save slot I'm using. Um, but doing this for real, you don't get the opportunity to save between yep. uh, all of these battles. You're expected to do this in no, one no, no. shot. You do. You get to save do between you? them, but you can't go back out to the world map from any of those other oh, saves. Right. That's you the problem. I was still effectively playing by those same rules. The only addition was I was also saving in between turns, which was a big deal. But even with that advantage, mm. like sometimes, you know, it is what it is. Like you're only gonna, <laughs> you only have so many resources at your disposal yeah. without access to the world map. This is the third to the last battle. And I remember from the first time I ever played it, 
that this was the hardest battle in the game. And uh, basically, once you get past this one, everything else is cake by comparison. Like, it's Oof. it's ridiculously... It's a spike, for sure. It's a difficulty spike. Right, and right. Um, even having played the game many times before, knowing <laughs> it was coming... I couldn't oh. get past it again. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I beat the game before doing sure. something, maybe grinding all to all. Yeah, I grinded a lot more back in those days. Um, I grinded less this time intentionally to see what it'd be like. Yeah, it's really freaking hard. And I don't know how it freaking happened. But uh, recently, another podcast, they, they talked about this game once. Um, and he was one of his uh, complaints for the game was that, you know, when they make it so that you can just kill the boss, it makes a lot of the battles really... Uh, th- these endgame ba- uh, battles are supposed to be really long and epic, uh, but they just feel like tri- trivial things. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Because you can just kill the boss. And then he freaking shows himself loading up his save for this boss, this battle. And I don't know how he goddamn did it, but he literally... He has Ramza with the jump ability. He jumps mm-hmm. on the dude, and he died in one shot. I don't know how <sighs> you get a freaking jump attack that does 540 damage. <sighs> uh, I, I read that ninjas make better jumpers than dragoons, but I've just uh, been using a dragoon for it. I haven't looked into that. That's probably But Jesus why. goddamn crap. He, he complained that how the, the battle was over in literally five seconds. Huh. <laughs> I was like, well, I hate you. you know, I, I, I so kind of didn't. I know this game is very broken or breakable and whatever, but it was like, you need to A, know how to do that, and then B, invest the time to do to it. It's so not like he just turned his dragoon into a, a ninja and. It, that done. was all it took? Was that all? I don't know. Right. I don't know what it I took. I don't think so. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it would have been more and more hours. And with the time I have, it would have been. That were translating into weeks. So I was like, no, time to move on. We're right here at the end. I knew I was only because uh, we were counting out the number of battles to do per episode. So I knew this was either the last battle, this one or one after it. Turns out there are two more parts to this last fight. Um, there are 23 individual encounters in chapter four, as it turns out. And um, 23, that's right, yeah, yeah. And the next two are boss fights, uh, against essentially the final boss of the game. Uh, well, the two final bosses, and that's right. So I watched those, and they do indeed seem a bit easier, right? Because it's just one, seem a bit easier. It's one guy, it's not just one guy, sorry. Like a, they have some ultimate demons with her, but uh, yeah, we should say who it is, though. It's uh, Saint Ajora. Herself? Right. I always thought Santa Jura was a man, but maybe it's a girl because the Yes, the, it's a woman. It looked like a woman. It was it had boobs and right. it, it was a female body for sure. I yeah. I could have sworn they were referring to Santa Jura as a he in some text in our game though. I feel like I feel like the, the same. same? Uh, yeah. but Santa Jura was supposed to be resurrected in your sister uh and that came to pass. Sort in of. This boss fight. Sort yeah. Of. I thought she was going to be come Saint Ajora, but it didn't happen. Like, he got, she got resurrected, and Alma was just right over there on the side. 
Right. Yeah. So I'm it's unsure kind of, why that is. But it's like uh, Hashmal, which is another Lusavi creature before that. That's right. I see what you're right. saying. And then you fight two, actually, parts. Yeah. There's like a 24th battle, technically, where you have to fight Ultima, who becomes... Saint Adora becomes Ultima, essentially. I thought and that... Then, no, that's... Who, was there somebody before that? There was Did you Hashmal. fight just normal Hashmal? Did we, did we have to fight Hashmal, too? No. Yeah, you have to fight... Yeah, there's a big lion man. Looks like a big lion. Oh, that's right. That you was fight one. that guy. Okay, right. so yeah. Then four battles, fight, holy crap. Yeah, then you fight Ultima, who looks like a big red angel woman. And then you fight some other weird demon form of Ultima. Of Ultima again. again, yeah. Yeah, which is, I, you know, probably really hard if you don't have the damage to burst it down, but probably not that crazy. Um... So, yeah, that's Final Fantasy Tactics. I guess we can talk about the ending a little bit now. I guess we should, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so, it's very brief. Uh, it opens up with a cutscene of... Um, what's his name? Well, it opens up with... A, did it not open up with a cutscene of a bunch of people standing around the grave of the Beowulf house? Was that not it? Yes, correct. There was a grave. And then, what was his name standing there? Oren? He comes up after, yeah. He comes up after on yeah. upon them, yeah. After they all right. leave, right? Yeah, and this is the grave of like the entire house, and they're all like uh, the funeral that they're having is for all the people who just died because all four of them just died: Zalbag, Dice, Dark, Ramza, and Alma. Yeah, <laughs> like all of yeah. them died. And then yeah, or Ol did they? Well, yeah. So Olin walks up, and <laughs> with Vamalfra of all people, I just I don't I'm, right. I'm not entirely sure why she's so important that she comes back here, but uh, you know they put some flowers on the grave, and Olin says to them in their grave, by the way, delete a married princess Ovelia, and uh, somebody earlier, I think I think it was um delete himself that said earlier in the game. That you know, people need like a story that they can get behind, uh, and so the story will be that a common-born, a, a, a low-born citizen marries the princess and becomes the new king, the benevolent king, and like saves Evilise or whatever. That's going to be a story that all the people can get behind, and apparently, that's exactly what he did. Uh, he married Ovelia, and even I think uh, Oren himself said. Uh, to Ramza, I mean, to them dead in their grave. You know, it's a story that people won't long forget, a common-born person, you know, becoming a king. <laughs> so it happened exactly as Delita yeah. willed it, actually, I think. Right. Yeah, and I guess the ending felt a little rushed. <laughs> I, I suppose know. so. Uh, I, they don't yeah. show much, but I mean, what... Mm -hmm. um, According mm -hmm. to this, so we don't the thing we don't know, right? After that, uh, freaking Ramza and Alma on Chocobos walk by, and Olin's like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 Ramza, Alma, oh my God, yeah. he's alive, he's alive. Thank you, Ramza. Going by. Like what? Yeah. I kind of almost initially I took that as like 
is he just seeing things? No, is I, it, was was he not seeing the real thing? But I think that's supposed to be them. Why they walked by their own nothing. grave and said nothing. <laughs> to Olin. Yeah, no, no freaking way in hell. It must be what you just said. They're not actually alive. They all died. Right. Now, I found this tweet from Yasumi Matsuno himself. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It kind of leaves things in the air. Like he says, let's see, I'm like translating it as I go here. Final Fantasy Tactics ending. Everyone died. So lots of people believe that everybody just died. But actually, because of XXX, he doesn't say, I don't know what, what that could be. Because of something, they were reborn or they, were, they lived or something. They came back to the normal world or something. I mean, mm. Jesus Christ, the place that they should have died was not even in this world, and somehow they're here, mm. mm-hmm. right? Um, but, uh... So, yeah, he said that... He, Yasumi Matsu says he wanted to say that they lived from something. And then during that time, uh, or maybe later... Uh, a game called Lord of Vermilion came out, and I guess freaking Ramza makes an appearance in that game, and mm. he says that uh, in th- uh, thanks to Lord of Vermilion three, we can now say that Ramza is. This is him saying this. Thanks to Lords of Vermilion three, we can now th- say that Ramza officially lived. But I mean, is it only thanks to Lords of Vermilion? Like. <laughs> I don't know what he means by that exactly. And and how or like how, how did you pull that off? He was like you're imprisoned in like a alternate shadow dimension. Shadow realm, yeah. Where there's no escape and the only way out was destroyed by in front of your eyes. Right. And you know, it made a really dramatic ending for sure. It's like even if you win this, you're never getting out of here alive. You're just the only thing you can do now is save the world. <laughs> and okay, you died or whatever. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. So I'm I'm unsure about that too. I want to say they just died, but I I'm not I'm not and entirely sure. I think we should read the the two different versions of the epilogue. The short epilogue at the end that ro- that runs before the credits because I think they're they're kind of funny okay. in a weird way. Well, I happen so to I'll, have mm, I happen to have the uh, original tactics one open here. You have the original. You have like the script in front of you. Um, on the lparchive.org thing, right. it has all the screenshots of that. Assuming he took pictures of all of them, it looks like it's a whole bunch of them. Yeah, want me to read right. that? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Read that, and then I'll read the one from the trend, the new version. From, yeah, War of the Lands. Okay. Since then, no one has caught sight of the two. The two being uh, Ramzan Alma. Right. Orlan Durai. So now they yeah. <laughs> they changed the name again. Um, uh-huh. Well, I'll just go with the, the War of the Lions version. Orlan Durai reminisces in such a manner. Where does one find good fortune? What possesses them to live for the present? What treasures will they leave behind? The only thing certain is that he is the true hero indeed. And I think that they're referring to Ramza in that one. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think, yeah, this is playing. These words are going across uh, the only other CG 
uh, FMV yes. in the game, right? We had one in the be- a bunch in the beginning, and now the ending, and this is it, right? And it looks uh-huh. like that's Ramza and her, yeah, on the Chocobo's writing, and it says all this. Right, yeah. The only thing certain is that he is a true hero indeed. Years later, or- Oren Durai collected his experiences over a period of five years into a single syllabus. This collection, known as the Durai Papers, that's the same name as what it's called in our version, were mm-hmm. to be presented at Prince Clemence's meeting during which the new possessor of the throne was to be selected. Prince Clemence, I don't know who that was. Uh, yeah, they don't mean Orinist. Who does, who's Prince Clemence? Um, but the church, which feared public disclosure of the truth, decided to arrest Durai and burn him at the stake uh-huh. for the crime of heresy. It's amazing. Uh-huh. The retrieved Durai papers were then confiscated by the church for several hundred years. Uh-huh. But I have uncovered the truth. Let me now revive his honor. Let his way of life be absorbed by the next generation. Author of the brave story, Alaslam Durai. The mm-hmm. guy who's like in the tutorial menus and stuff. Amazing. Right. And uh, it's funny... In both this version and the newer version of the text, this kind of upbeat ending music is playing as you're reading about this guy being burned alive at the stake. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of found that funny. It right. Like, it's like the horrible mu- ending. Right. This is like the triumphant ending music. Yeah. Oh, he was killed, though. <laughs> so I'll read the new version, which is clearer. And I feel like if you were to read. A closer examination of the dot of like the script and the new and the old version of the game, I think would be pretty interesting. I'm sure someone's done it because they they change a fair amount of right. like right. either the intention or the clarity. I don't know if it was like they actually changed stuff or if this is closer to what the original like Japanese uh, writing was trying to convey. There was probably some, uh, I would assume, there was probably some uh, amount of vagueness in the original Japanese, and uh, they, in the War of the Lions version, decided to clear some of that up, I would assume. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like right. we said, just, just uh, the different, the better translation this time around, clearing up right. things that were in the text. Yeah. So I'll read the, the new version. Uh, it says... Uh, Ramza and his sister were not seen again. Uh, Oren Durai was left to ponder the mark they had left on history's page. You can kind of tell it's written a little bit better already. Yeah, it sounds cool. And then it it goes into a quote. uh, I know not what brings men joy, of what drives them to great deeds, of what legacies they hope to leave, I know less yet. Hmm. And then I'm just scrolling through the uh yeah it's fine the cutscene which is nice and they do the they do new cutscenes uh in the in the war of the war lines, of the lines version, yeah re- remake which has like they're interspersed throughout the whole game and they have voice acting in some of them they're pretty cool you watch them huh i watch some of them not all of them but cool. they're pretty good um and then uh but i do know this the true hero of this tale was the man forgotten. So that's been a theme throughout this is that Ramza is some sort of, you know, 
historical behind the scenes actor that history has kind of overwritten. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned that in the beginning. They did, yeah. Oren, Oren would spend the next half decade assembling an account, all of which he had borne, uh, all to which, of all to which he had borne witness. Yeah. <laughs> the writing is a little convoluted. Um, his work complete, Oren presented this account that derived papers for the Clemencian Council. So that's why we don't know council, yeah. uh, who Clements was. I think there's some sort of a council that was named after this. Yeah, uh, new, I guess that's a new name, right? I don't think we had the name Clements before, right? Yeah, Clemencia. or if it is briefly mentioned, so there's... I think this is supposed to be the new government. Okay. Uh, uh, then convened for the selection of a new high confessor. So mm. they're reinstating the confessor. It's not like... They're going with a different thing. However, the church, fearing above all else the revelation of the truth, seized Oren as a heretic and burned him alive at the stake. Damn. Uh, the pen that inked them forever stilled, the papers lay hidden for long centuries, forgotten even by the church that had concealed them. Which is crazy, I think. Uh, but I, I have so. found the truth, and <clears throat> so lay it bare for all to see that his deeds might guide generations yet to come, that his name might receive the honor it is due. And then in this as well, you see a CGI scene of Ramza and his sister on Chocobos riding off into the sunset. So it's at least thematically implied that they are surviving in some way, if not literally, then symbolically. Um... I like symbolically better because I just don't see how they could like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, what like then? What I need to know, like actually beyond more than how did they get out? Because okay, whatever, some magic thing happened. Da six mocking out. Okay, fine. Now what are they gonna do? That's what I want to know. What are Ramza and Alma gonna do now? They just right. throw away the name of Beulf and do what? Is what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, ignoring how they got out or any of that stuff. You're right. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I don't think that would make for a good ending here. I think it fits with this game that these characters are kind of tragic and they died tragically. Yeah. Or at least heroically, but they died. Uh, everyone fucking dies in this game. It's a very grim. Yeah. Main character happy. died by our by our version of the game <laughs> all all the major players in this story have either a tragic ending or they are horrible people jesus christ yeah did anybody live now that i think about it like our whole family Obviously, died durai gets yeah. burned at the stake uh-huh. did uh yeah durai's father sid did he did, did sid live was he was there with us in the pit, right? So yeah, he's dead. Yeah, they're all dead. Okay, all dead. those guys. Everyone, are dead. everyone on who you could potentially recruit and play with, you could factor as dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Duke Larg was killed by Dice Dark. The original king and queen, which is not ever shown, just like mentioned in like the lore sections. Yeah. I guess they're still alive somewhere. I or guess the king so. isn't, but the queen and, yeah. and the son, the little kid, Prince Orinus. I guess it's right. still alive somewhere. <laughs> right. yeah, it's a really, uh, it's a really like proto Game of Thrones, like everyone dies type of story here. Yeah. Um, we got to get to the very end. Oh, so did you notice that Allah Salam's last name is Durayo? 
Right. That's right. pretty crazy. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Good job. Yeah. So I enjoyed the 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 mind blow. One of the mind blow moments for me was that the whole game was sort of being told. Uh. Yeah. From Azazlam Durai's perspective, which was the perspective of Oren Durai's Durai. I don't know. I thought that was a pretty cool. Thing. So it's hundreds of years. Right. So this must so, be like a great great grandson or something. Like many people <laughs> later, yeah. Like like yeah. many people, hundreds of years. If you have a yeah. kid every thirty years, even that's still a lot of kids, right? Quite a few, right? Yeah. So we're talking like ten people down the line or something. Something like that. Remember, right. you know, looked, found out his family tree, found out about. The Durai Papers. I mean, if I knew about that, that'd be awesome too. But yeah, that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, what I think is the most important mem- a moment of the ending. I mean, all that other stuff was also pretty cool. But uh, at the very end, freaking Delita brings Ovelia flowers, and when? she. I'm sorry. When does this happen? What? The, like after the credits? What are yeah. you talking about? Oh, oh dude. Oh. No. Okay, you ready? Now, see, I'm watching it now. Go You're ahead. watching it now? Okay. Delita, it's Princess Ovelia's birthday today. Delita shows up uh, with freaking flowers for her. And as he breaches to give them to her, she knifes him in the heart. Oh, my God. And kills him through his freaking breastplate and everything. I don't know how she did it. She found exactly Holy the crack in the armor. And she got yeah. him. And so because he's she's trying to kill him, he pulls out a knife and goes ahead and kills her. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she dies first. She falls down, dies immediately. So it says he's king. The leader is the That's king right. He now. became the king. Him and the princess. And she became the real princess. Or the queen, I guess, now. And uh, they got married. And then he actually is in love with her by from what i can tell like he didn't just use her he also actually loved her i think it was just a convenience i think it was conveniently he had to use her for his plan but also i think he loved her um right and so yeah so he that's why you know he's bringing her flowers and stuff i think he was actually really so fucking nuts i know right oh my god you didn't know about that until now i thought the rest of this was just credits no, dude. Yeah, and uh, did you just oh watch my it? Like, God, like, I'm, I'm literally watching it right now. Yeah, and then he turns around and says, "Ramza, what did?" Uh, well, let me go up a little bit more. I'm looking at it. Okay. Well, well, you're looking at the original translation, right? Yeah, I am. Are you? Go ahead. Can you read it? He or? says, uh, "Did you get your end in all of this, Ramza?" Yeah. As he's on his knees, he's like, "I got, I got this. I got this." Yeah, and then I guess he dies. And then it just pulls away. Oh, my God. Most likely he dies. Yeah. That's fucking bananas. Even more death and ridiculousness. And this is like the the main theme of the game coming to the end, to an end right here, which I have never been able to spot themes in any story ever. But uh, after hearing um, a podcast about it, I was like, oh. And the whole one of the themes, you know, beside who's the real person in history that deserved the credit, is also mm-hmm. the difference between... Uh, the way that the two that Delita and Ramza make their end, their uh, meet their ends. Um, sorry, make their goals uh, come true. And so, in the way that it happened for Ramza is he lost everything: his house, 
and you know his family and all but what he found was love of he still has his sisterly love with Alma mm-hmm. and if you remember earlier in the game Olin says to him uh there are there are knights there are people out there who would give their lives for you and I'm among them so like Ramza has like people willing to die for him uh hmm. but he loses everything hmm. where Delita mm-hmm. Gains everything, goes from lowborn to king, but loses right. love. Right. And then yes. in the end, his life as well, I guess. Right, right. Yeah, they're, they're kind of going against the current in opposite directions. Yeah. Right? So it's, and the a, results. Yeah, it's a very good analysis, I think. Yeah. So that that's the epic story of Final Fantasy Tactics. What do you think, man? I think it's an even better game than I had realized. I oh, didn't wow. know how kind of story rich it was i i thought everyone was kind of on this game's fucking dick because it was (laughs) a really good classic strategy game on the ps1 which is not really a strategy game platform so it's Hmm. whenever you get that in a in a console the games usually kind of has an outsized appreciation because People are a little starved for that type of content. Mm. This happened on the GameCube all the time. Right. Name one role-playing game. (laughs) Name one fucking RPG on the GameCube and everyone loves it. Because there's not very many. Right. (laughs) Uh, But it's not just that. Uh, This game has a really compelling story. Even with the original translation, it's not that bad. It's just awkward. Right. and with the new translation, it, it just really puts it over the top and it makes it really fun to read and kind of absorb yourself in. And then, yeah, on top of that, it's also really, there's a lot of, uh, this is like early on in the RPG elements addition to every game where there's this sort of progressional element where you're kind of always building something. There's some uh, stat that you're always boosting, which is right. very satisfying. Yeah. And a lot of game developers kind of realize this, so they put this in like every fucking game ever afterward. Yeah. <laughs> and this is an instance where if you know what you're doing or if you're willing to put the time into it, you're always kind of working towards something. Even when you're like grinding or doing an uninteresting fight, there's always something that you're buying next or building next or whatever. Um, and that can be really a really good undercurrent for the gameplay. And then there's a lot of experimentation that can take place too, uh, which is really fun. Early on, there was more of that than later. But uh, yeah, this is a really, really, really good game. Awesome. Sounds like you enjoyed it as about as much as I hoped you would. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think you'd say the story was even better than you expected, though. I thought you'd expect. Oh yeah, about no, this good. <laughs> I, I no, I I just had no idea about the story at all. I guess I couldn't have named one character from the story before playing it. Like I know mm-hmm. any uh, facet of oh this person, that person, like Delita. I'd never heard of him. Never even heard of Ramza. <laughs> never, you know, any of these other characters. Uh, I knew there was some lineage between this and Final Fantasy XII, which I have read after the fact. This game is supposed to take place like a long, long, long time after Final Fantasy XII. Yeah, I think I read that too. Yeah, so there's like 
bare remnants of technology, the sort of what you see in Final Fantasy XII, which is kind of high technology world. Right. Um, here it's gone way back to like you know Dungeons and Dragons and castles. Yeah. Um, but there was like ancient. You know, ancient technology buried in Machine yeah. City Gaug and stuff. And I guess that's right, all from yeah. FF12 or something. <laughs> I guess so. And there there was some connection between the Espers, all of which are shown here in uh, this game. You encounter those same uh, creatures as Espers that's right. in Final Fantasy XII, almost every single one of them. Yeah, I guess you're right, huh? Adramalek was there. All of them. Hashmal was there. Hashmal was one of them. Yeah, I don't remember uh, all of them from 12. Yeah, there are more in 12 that exist. Belial. Belial's the main one, the first one you get in 12. and he uses Belial. Uh, Kutsalain, or however you pronounce that, right. is in there. Um, yeah, they're all pretty much in there. A lot of them are, are optional in 12, and this one, they're part of the main story. Yeah. Um, I, I think Zodiac might be in this one, too. You're I, probably right. I think it is. It, what, like, whatever the final summon that you can get, which you have to get by doing something, you don't just learn it. Uh, I, I think that was Zodiac for the summon. Ultima summers. is in 12. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I'm just so stoked that you had a good time playing this game. Um, yeah. Yeah. When you when you go into it like me with a with, uh, having experience with it and you have a uh, a build in mind, um, that's a fun thing to do. But then it also comes with its own drawbacks. Uh, the main ones being sure. that any any time, you know, all the time spent before you actually make the build you want, you're like just getting impatient. Like, hurry up! I need to get this and this and this ability so I can go back to the <laughs> other job class. Um, yeah. there's that. And then the other, uh, the other thing is that you'll get it like around halfway part of the game, I guess. And then it's like, okay, now let's just try to go to the end. And when you try to get to the end, you might run into a battle that your current build can't handle, I think is a possibility. I think there's a possibility that some yeah. setups just won't work. Yeah. yeah. And so you'd have to switch yeah. them around. Um, you have to go back. Yeah. Yeah, I'd really like to watch the H.C. Bailey Let's Play of this. Uh, I do know that he did grind some, but I think what he does is he actually goes into every uh, battle with slightly altered characters every time, just because he knows what's going to... Because, you know, his whole point of his Let's Play is to uh, to have all knowledge of the game when you go into it. So, right. so yeah, I believe he, he uh, was constantly changing setups throughout to accommodate for the upcoming battles and stuff. So mm, mm -hmm. I guess that's what they want you to do in this game. It's it's not going to be like what you say Fire Emblem is like, where you just build the guys you have very carefully and you don't ever switch classes until you've done everything you want to do with the previous class. Right. And you only have one option in Fire Emblem. You don't have like, you don't have oh, 12 I'm going to turn this guy, right. I'm going to turn this, you know, axe wielder into a mage. Like, that's not going to happen. Gonna... So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're giving away more freedom, which is something I kind of struggled against. So, I was looking for more of that structure and I had to kind of think about this game very differently. And that includes in the combat as well because something you'll notice uh, in, well, I guess we should say it, right? 
Yeah, okay. What are we doing so next? before we do that, yeah, okay. So this is the end of the uh, Final Fantasy Tactics playthrough, and we hope you enjoyed listening to uh, Mel's experience with the game. And so starting in the next episode, it'll be my turn to play a game that I've never played uh, that Mel has always loved. And that game is Fire Emblem Path of Radiance for the GameCube. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Tenda, what did you want to ask me about that? So just that well, there's a big, one of the biggest, most fundamental differences between this game mm. and Fire Emblem in general is that Fire Emblem is round-based. All your guys go in one shot, oh, and right. then all the enemy guys go. Yeah, you don't take turns based on like speed stats. And that uh. is a big difference that kind of goes unspoken in most role-playing games. Because you have the games like Dragon Quest, where your guys go in rounds. Or they do you, go in rounds, you pl- yeah. You plug in your turn, your, your commands in a round-based fashion, but everyone then the combat resolves based on your speed stat. That's right, yeah. And then there's another way to do it where everyone goes and then the other side goes. And there's an even different way to do it where the only time you input commands is when your turn is up. That's the ATB style of doing things. Right. And all of these different styles have really big differences on the way your strategy can be played. Because one of the big things I always thought was kind of cool but underappreciated in Dragon Quest is you're kind of going in a little blind. You're kind of like, mm. I hope I heal this guy. Oops, I didn't heal him because he died. Now I healed myself, right? Uh, That's I never going to happen in Final Fantasy VII, for instance. Yeah, I guess um, so, if you do it quick enough, yeah. yeah, Right. Or or in other games where that kind of dynamic isn't possible, uh, Final Fantasy X or something, you're going to go when your turn is right. It's going to resolve right away. Yeah. But uh, in games... <clears throat> And differences between uh, FF Tactics and Fire Emblem, the strategy you're going to employ, you're going to notice, is really very different mm. uh, in what you can pull off, what's safe, what's not safe, um, what's risky, not risky. And, and also insta-death in yeah. this game, right? In Fire Emblem. No right? way to revive anyone ever at any point. So you have to be a little more careful. I think overall, the odds that you're just going to get fucking one-shot or way down as well like it's mm. i think difficulty wise trying to remember it's been a minute i'm replaying uh fire emblem path of radiance alongside you so i'm trying to remember i don't know it's tough for me to tell probably on first run i guess tactics would be a harder game playing both games for the first time okay um that's my assumption is that tactics would be harder but, you know, you'll notice, like, in Fire Emblem, you can back out. It's easier in the sense that you yeah. can back out of... Of, like, your movement uh, and stuff, right? Right, of yeah. your movement. In Tactics, you have to commit to that. Yeah. Which caught me off guard all the time. I kept forgetting <laughs> you couldn't back out of that. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can go up to a character in Path of Radiance and then check to see if you'll kill them. And if you don't, just back out of it. You don't have to commit to that. <laughs> you know, in tactics, huh. you're pot committed. You walked up to the guy and you're like, well, I'm going to attack him. Ah, shit. I'm, I I don't have enough strength or, or the, uh, I'm not fast enough or whatever the case is. What? Oh, well, unless you're using an emulator and you roll a save state back, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. 
you know, in Fire Emblem, it's part of the game where you can go up to them and then check your stats against theirs and you'll know guaranteed whether or not you're going to win that encounter or Mm. not. It's all the numbers are right there. So that's a big difference in Fire Emblem. Interesting. I'm expecting that since there's no grinding, uh, like there's no random battles or whatever in mm-hmm. Fire Emblem, what I'm expecting is that uh, the strategy is going to be a lot more important than the stats. I mean, you're going to match stats to other enemy stats so that mm. you win. But I mean, since you can't go out and grind, you just have to choose the right people to go to the right places and attack the correct uh the correct people and it's going to be i want to say it's going to be more like a puzzle than an rpg is what i want to say that's probably very accurate i think mm-hmm. um because there's a limited pool of experience in the game at all there are no side quests to take mm-hmm. there are no repeatable maps to grind which are true you do that you do that in newer fire emblem games it becomes more like a traditional role-playing game mm-hmm. But in Path of Radiance, which is the first uh, console Fire Emblem game in the West. Was it the first one? Wow. Yeah, in the West. In yeah. the West, right, yeah. That means yeah. a lot of them. And, which number is this? Like five or something? Four? Something like that. Something yeah. around there. Five or four. And the one prior to this on the Game Boy Advance was the first Fire Emblem game ever in the West. Came out in like oh two oh three or something like that. Right. So that was the first uh, one ever, yeah. and then this is the first home console one. First home console one, and first three D Fire Emblem game, and it kind of shows like the graphics are a little, <laughs> a little janky for a GameCube <laughs> game even. Uh, but yeah, I I think that's probably pretty true to approach it from that. It's probably the right perspective, but we'll see uh, as we go on. The plan is to play. 10 chapters every chapter is most of them are one encounter one battle uh so we'll do per episode 10 battles 10 chapters before we uh record and catch up and see where we're we're how we're each doing Mm, okay i'm already on the sixth one now (laughs) right yeah i'm already past chapter 10 so okay we maybe we can go further if, if i'm going smooth. yeah uh if you think it's good we'll we'll see where we're at during our next uh weekend recording session if we need to go further we can go further okay cool i believe that does it for today's episode thank you very much mel thank you Zoltan. yep and thank you all for listening and i forgot to say at the beginning so i'll say it now uh you can please if you could please share this with somebody out there with someone on the internet uh if they like jrpgs and that will do it for this time this is turn-based memories and we'll see you guys next time thank you very much bye